I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, January 11th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, so Jay, cyber attacks increased by about 20% in Canada in 2022, compared with 2021, per a report from Checkpoint Software. Now, that's not great, but considering the global increase was 38%, and the North American increase was 52%, I guess it could have been way worse. I'm particularly paranoid about cyber crimes, and so I don't want to say too much in case I anger all the cyber criminals out there. But Jay, do you have any thoughts on cyber crime? Well, cyber criminals is right in our demo of this podcast. So I don't know if we'll anger them because they're listening every day. It's a good news, bad news story. It's bad that it's up. I guess good news that it's not up as high as, say, you know, the US and Mexico. You make a good point, Jay. All people are welcome as part of the Peak Pals family. I don't care if you're a cyber criminal or if you're just a good, honest employee, you're welcome here. And so the Peak Pals, it's a big tent podcast, Jay. Right. Aside from the very big tent that we're talking about in terms of Peak Pals, what do we have for them today? For our first story, the three amigos get together. For our second story, the rise of food recovery apps. And for our last story, revisiting Bell Let's Talk. For our first story, in recent years, Canadian companies have been pouring money into Mexico. Brett, what are we investing in? Well, I hope it's all-inclusive resorts, Jane. But look, as of last year, Canada was the second largest source of foreign direct investment in Mexico after the U.S., contributing to 9.5% of the country's total per the Globe and Mail. Now, although Spanish holdings in the country are still higher than Canadian, it's a big move to overtake any part of an investment relationship that dates back to colonial times. Plus, Canada has been outpacing Spain in terms of new spending versus reinvestment for over a decade, according to Alessandro Ortiz, a senior economist with Deloitte. I actually know for a fact that Spanish companies are the number one owners of all-inclusive resorts in Mexico. See, But here's why the foreign investment change in Mexico matters. So Mexico presents an attractive opportunity for Canadian companies hopping on the nearshoring train. Or in other words, they're investing close to home as concerns over instability across Europe, read the ongoing war in Ukraine, high energy prices, and China's government policies rise. And as cross-border investments increase, economic well, they also strengthen too. That's true. Remember friendshoring? Western countries are also moving their supply chains to allies or friendly countries where the risk of disruption from political chaos is low. And to zoom out, at this week's Three Amigos Summit in Mexico, Justin Trudeau is reportedly expected to pitch Canada as an investment destination for the electric vehicle supply chain. And Joe Biden may announce moving parts of the U.S. semiconductor supply chain to Mexico. So lots going on. For our second story, if you're looking to save some money on groceries, and let's be honest, who isn't? Some startups are hoping you'll drop coupon clipping in favor of scouring apps to score bags of half-off produce. That sounds like a pretty good deal to me, Jay. How does it all work? Sounds like a pretty good deal to me as well. Well, food recovery apps, which partner with retailers to sell their damaged or soon-to-expire items, either individually or in mixed grab bags, at a steep discount, had a great 2022 in Canada as price-conscious users look for new ways to save. Now, startups like Trump Toronto's Flash Food, Montreal's Food Hero, and Denmark's Too Good To Go led the way in capturing hundreds of thousands of users and partnering with major grocers like Loblaw, Empire, and Metro, all of which have big expansion plans in store. The apps also provide good PR. Loblaw said that since partnering with Flash Food in 2019, it saved over 40 million pounds of food from ending up in landfills. And these apps are important. After decades-high food inflation in 2022, Canada's Food Price Report forecasts a further 5 to 7% 
an increase in food prices this year alone. And as grocery bills get harder to manage, even more Canadians could flock to food recovery apps either to save a few bucks or just out of necessity. But these apps were created with the goal of reducing food waste in mind, not combating outrageous grocery bills. Users are now retrofitting them to deal with food inflation, but that's a band-aid solution to a larger systematic problem caused by things like supply chain disruptions, poor weather conditions, and allegedly corporate greed. That's right. We don't get political on the Peak Daily, Jay. <laughs> we do not. For our third story, the days of tweeting Bell Let's Talk and giving yourself a little pat on the back for it have come to an end as the telecom giant revamps its famous mental health campaign. How is Bell reinventing Let's Talk, Brett? Jay, you forgot the hashtag. Sorry. And that kind of leads us into the story. After 13 years, Bell is no longer donating five cents to mental health initiatives every time someone uses the phrase, quote unquote, Bell Let's Talk on social media during its annual Let's Talk Day. Now, instead, the company will simply donate a $10 million lump sum more than it's ever raised on any Let's Talk Day. And it's happening because in recent years, public sentiment around Let's Talk has soured like old milk, following things like mass layoffs, a cold-hearted dismissal of former CTV anchor Lisa Laflamme, and a human rights complaint from CP24 weather person Patricia Juggernaut. Former employees have called the company out for its hypocrisy when it comes to mental health, coming out with horror stories about its work culture. Brett Bell has also faced criticism for handling prisoner calls for Ontario's jail system in a manner that impedes the ability of inmates to access mental health support systems. The bottom line is, Bell's decision to make Let's Talk less viral shows just how scared the company is of having its own hashtag used against it, which is already happening. Even though the campaign has raised $129 million over its lifetime, it's clear that goodwill isn't easy to come by in the face of unpopular business practices, and a perceived toxic culture. Hey, pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks, Brett, and have a good day. Hashtag Peak Pals. Yeah, you too, Jay. Peak Pals.